I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. I've got news for you. There's nothing too hard for God. Well, but wait a minute, Richard. You don't know what God has dealt with me about, and it's just impossible. I can't do it. My faith isn't that strong. I've got news. There's nothing that God has spoken to you about that you can't do if He has spoken to you. Your faith that is in you has great power. God has given to every person the measure of faith. You have all the faith that you're going to need. What you have to do and what I have to do is to take that faith and use it for the glory of God. So nothing is impossible to him, even though it looks like it may be impossible. I used to listen to my dad. Uh, my dad, Earl Roberts, would say, you know, God has never told me to do anything that's possible. <laughs> Just look at the life of Abraham. Here he is living in what we know today as Iraq. And God speaks to him and says, get up from your kinfolk and get on the road with your, with your wife and go to a place that I'll show you when you get there. Well, <laughs> that's the most unlikely thing. Why would he want to do that? Except that he knew somehow inside him that something bigger than him was talking to him. And when he got to the place where God wanted him to be, it was Israel. And God began to deal with him, saying to him, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Now that was impossible. He was 75 years old when he was told he was going to have a child, and it wasn't until he was 100 before Isaac was born. Now typically, a 90-year-old woman and a 100-year-old man don't have children. <laughs> but nothing is too hard for God and Isaac was born. What God has been dealing with you about, what you've been dreaming about, what you've been planning about, what God's been speaking in your heart, it's not impossible. Well, it may be impossible in man's eyes, but it's not impossible in God's eyes. And what we need to do, what you and I need to do, is to get our faith in harmony with what God wants us to do and to believe. All things are possible, Jesus said, to him, to her who believes. And you know what? At 100 years old and 90 years old, sure enough, Abraham and Sarah had a son, and they named him Isaac, which means laughter. It seemed impossible by the world standards, but God can take that which seems impossible and bring it into a reality. By the way, someone who's, who's been suffering with a peptic ulcer, and you've had lots of burning here on the lower left side, God, <coughs> excuse me, God is healing you right now. If that's you, Contact us at the Abundant Life Prayer Group. The number to call is 918-495-7777. Let me know what God is doing. And I just set my faith with you right now. You know, you may be saying, well, this, this thing that's attacked my body is just impossible. No, nothing is impossible. I believe in healing. That means it's subject to change. Uh, Joshua was told to subdue the city of Jericho. Well, it was impossible. They had huge walls, huge walls, thick walls. There was no way for Joshua and the little army of Israelites to subdue and to take, to take Jericho. It was impossible. But God gave him a plan. You know, when God speaks to you and gives you something that seems to be impossible, He always gives you a plan to bring impossibilities into reality. He said to Joshua, march around the city once a day for six days. And then on the seventh day, march around the city seven times and have the priests blow the ram's horns, the trumpets, and the walls will fall flat. He didn't say they would fall down. He said they would fall flat. 
And so on day one, they marched around, day two, day three, day four, day five, and day six, they marched around the city. And then on the seventh day, they marched seven times around the city, and the priests blew the ram's horns, the trumpets, and the walls fell flat, and they were able to subdue the city of Jericho. Now, what's interesting is, I read an article, an archaeological article, and they found, they have found parts of the wall of Jericho underground. And the archaeologists say it appears the walls did not fall down. They were driven into the ground. Now that's a confirmation of the Bible. What I believe happened is the angels of the Lord came and took those walls and pushed them down into the ground so that Joshua could subdue, so that another situation which seemed impossible could become a reality. What are you facing that seems impossible? Is it in your health? Is it in your business? Is it in your family? Is it in your finances? Is it in your marriage or your, your job or your ministry? Or is it with your family member? What is it? Is it in your emotions that you just think it's impossible? Maybe something's happened. Your fault, somebody else's fault, nobody's fault, but it's happened. And you think it's just impossible. God specializes in bringing the impossible into reality. Just look at David. Here he is standing up against a, a nearly 10-foot-tall giant in Goliath. And Goliath is covered from head to toe with armor. All David has is a slingshot and a few smooth stones. It seems impossible. But David had a cause. He had a cause, and his cause was for the Lord. He said, who do you think you are? You ugly giant that you have, you have defied the armies of the living God. And Goliath said, I'll feed your body to the fowls of the air. And David said, I'm going to cut your head off. And when that stone was catapulted out of that slingshot, David's faith was released. And what seemed impossible to man is not impossible to God. And that stone found apparently the only place on Goliath's body that was unprotected right here and hit him right in the head. And David won the day and the Philistines had to run for their lives. It was impossible. Here's a shepherd boy out singing his songs, playing his guitar, watching the sheep. And yet God had already delivered a lion into his hands and a bear into his hands. And he had said, and God will deliver this giant into my hands and Israel will win the day. And it wasn't long until David was named king because the anointing of God was on him. The anointing of God is that divine energy that comes upon you and separates you from yourself and fills you up with the Spirit of God so much that when you, when you talk, it's like God talking. When I pray on this program, it's not me. It's God praying through me. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's what breaks the yoke. That's what brings impossibilities to their knees. That's the power of God flowing through me. In a moment, I'm going to pray. And when I do, I'm expecting the impossible to happen. I'm expecting God's power to touch you. Now, just one more illustration. It was impossible for Elijah. Here, the brook had dried up. The birds had stopped bringing him meat, and God said to him, I have called a widow in a little town called Zarephath to sustain you. Now, there was a drought going on. It was impossible for a widow to sustain the prophet. But he obeyed God and went to that little town, and sure enough, he found a widow who was making enough, had enough of food for one more meal. She and her son were going to eat it, and they were going to die because they were, all their supplies were exhausted. She had just enough meal in the barrel, just enough oil in a cruise, and just enough wood to make just one last meal. 
But the word of God came to Elijah and said, If you'll give me the first portion, thus saith the Lord, your meal barrel will not diminish, neither shall your crucible oil fail. You'll have enough wood to cook, you'll have enough food, it will last until the drought is over. And she had a decision to make. Was she going to believe in the God who brings impossibilities into reality? Or was she going to deny it and say, no, we're going to eat our last supper and die? Now God will let you make that choice. You can choose to live or die. And she said, I'll do what the prophet has said. And she gave him the first portion. And the Bible says, they did eat many days. And if you study that out, you'll find that, it, that she cooked approximately another 1,000 meals out of an empty meal barrel and crucible oil until the drought was broken and they could plant their crops again and they could grow their own food. It was a miracle. It seemed impossible, but God specializes in the impossible. What are you facing? What impossibility are you facing? Is it in your spirit? Is it in your mind? Is, do you feel all confused? Do you feel like something has tried to take over your mind? Is it sickness or disease that has struck your body? Are you in fear? Are you, are you afraid? Uh, are, do you feel like the, the world is closing in on you? Are, you? are you ashamed of something that's happened in the past? Is it a, a sickness or disease? Is it in your emotions? Is it in your family? Is it in your business or your job or your ministry? What is it that seems impossible? Well, God is the God of impossibilities. He can take those things that seem impossible and turn them into reality. If He can do it for Abraham, He can do it for you. If He can do it for Joshua, He can do it for you. If He can do it for David, He can do it for you. If He can do it for Elijah, He can do it for you. If He can do it for Elisha, uh, for Daniel, for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, He can do it for you. Because He is the Lord and He changes not and He's no respecter of persons. And what He did, He is still doing today. And in the authority of Jesus' name right now, I send the Word of God to you. I speak to this impossible situation and I command it to turn around for it to be removed, for the blockage, the hindrance to be removed. Satan, you take your hands off this situation. And friend, I pray for you in your mind, for you to think clearly, for your memory to be restored, for all of your mental faculties to be restored perfectly. I rebuke the problem uh, that you're facing with depression or discouragement or anxiety or fear or worry in the authority of Jesus' name. Be healed. I speak to the pain that's in your body, your knees, your feet, your ankles, your back, uh, your, 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 your hands, your neck, the, the problem internally in your organs, the cancer, the blood disease, the blood pressure, the blood sugar, the heart problem, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, your lungs, your eyes, your hearing, in the name of Jesus, I pray for healing. And I send the word to you right now. I believe God for your healing. And friend, I'm not coming out of this prayer of agreement. I pray for God to heal you and your family, to restore that relationship, to restore your marriage, to restore everything in your life. I pray it in faith. I'm not doubting because I know that God can take the impossible and He can bring it into the realm of reality. He's done it over and over and over again in the Bible. He's done it over and over again in my life. He's no respecter of persons and what He did, He is still doing. And He's quite capable of handling this situation in your life. So let your faith go to Him today. Release your faith. Believe God for a miracle. Reach out right now because the God of miracles is reaching out His hand. The God of miracles is moving right now through this land. So touch Him. Believe Him this moment as we pray. Then expect a miracle. Thank you for listening to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you'd like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life prayer group at 918-495-7777. 
or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, and books such as Your Road to a Better Life by Richard Roberts. It's a 91-day journey to help bring God's miracles into your life. It's about living the better life that we all want, a closer relationship with Jesus, experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit, and getting your needs met in every area. Go online to oralroberts.com to request a copy for your best seed faith gift.